Welcome to the Growing To Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Darlene, a certified coach and spiritual guide that is dedicated to help you light up your life. I am so excited to support you on your journey of expansion as you realize you get to have it all. So set aside those limitations and step through this portal of possibilities and into your new reality. Together, we will cover topics from confidence, self-love and courage to your higher self, business and so much more. Be warned. This podcast will lift your vibration. Hello and welcome back to the Growing To Be Me podcast. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. Oh my God, this is one of my favorite people. She is called Jade Steele, as you can probably already tell from the title. And this is an episode all about crystals and the magic in crystals, how you can use them. And just so much wisdom that Jade has shared with me, with us in this episode today. So honestly, I am so excited for you to hear this. Um, Please feel free to leave a review or to message me or Jade about your takeaways from this episode. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And here we go. Let's get into it. All right, let's welcome Jade Steele. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Darlene? Really good to see you. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to have you here. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's lovely. I've never done one of these before. So I thought that would be fun when you offered. I thought, why not? I get to be a first podcast recording. Yes. (laughs) Very much so. So You're dragging me slowly into the now you know it it's it takes me a while doesn't it to warm up to these I mean the podcasts aren't even a new thing they've been around for years it's just that's that's how I feel about technology (laughs) (laughs) so So tell us a little bit about yourself tell us about what you do okay so um I'm Jade I am the owner of Jade Gem Cave which is a um crystal healing um, and crystal grid shop. So um, I'm trying to give you a bit of background to it. So basically I've been into crystals since I was seven. I've loved crystals since I was seven, ever since somebody showed me a really nice, shiny, sparkly amethyst. And that was it, fell in love and um, loved crystals ever since. Um, But as we do in this funny little society that we have, it didn't occur to me that I could make crystals my job. Um, so I went through school and I went through college believing that I had to be useful and I had to do these things. And, and so I did. And I went on and I had many useful jobs. None of them I particularly liked. And then um, in my 30s, I think it was in my late 30s, and I'd had my third nervous breakdown since turning 30. So that is, you know something was telling me you are definitely not on the right path you are not happy and so after the third one it was pretty epic um I had to well I had to take a period of recovery a long period of recovery and I thought you know what this is bullshit (laughs) I'm not doing this anymore um I can't do this anymore I, I don't think you know I can't survive in a world where I just keep doing these kind of jobs you know I was a compliance manager for a bank and and then I was a compliance um person in a recruitment company and I hate I just hated it just hated mm. it so I um 
started JGMK. That's how it started. Um, and I've just been very blessed and incredibly lucky that um, people like what I do, um, people um, liked what I stood for, people liked the products, people liked the service, and and it took off from there and it went from strength to strength. So I pinched myself every single day. I'm like, I can't believe, you know, every time I'm wrapping an order, I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is incredible. Um, and something that for my entire life, I was pretty much absolutely sure was not possible. Mm. Um, but it just goes to show, isn't it? When you, and, 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 I, and it didn't happen overnight. Um, there's a saying that I have, it's somewhere around here. I've got it on the wall and it says, um, take a step take baby steps if you must but just take a step and that's what I did so and I did just little tiny weeny things every day towards the dream and at the same time I got into crystal grits so I've always been into crystals but at the time um I was starting to get back into my witchcraft I was starting to get back into um herbal magic candle magic and um it just sort of happened intuitively. I started like putting these herbs and these crystals in a pattern as I was celebrating one of the sabbats. And um, I don't know, it just really resonated with me. So I sort of was like, well, I know it's a thing. So I've, I read upon a few books. I've pretty much read them all now. Um, and um, yeah, my first crystal grid was random. Um, I mean, it looked random, but I loved it. And do you know what? It worked. And so I was like, okay, so I did an abundance grid and that worked. And that's really when JGM Cave really started to have its own sort of entity, its own kind of personality of who it was and what it was doing. And the customers started to come in and I was like, oh my God, that's like mental. So um, I was like, so manifestation magic works it works it's real it's real um so yeah so that's um so then so I got into crystal grids and I've basically been into them now for years and years and they are my absolute obsession I love them mm-hmm. um and so um I create crystal grids and I try and do like little fun workshops and little um you know like I'll do a lot on my social media just trying to like get people knowledgeable about crystal grids and I think what I really want to get out there is that anyone can do it and it and there are no rules okay you know there's so many um there's always with any with anything that you do there's always um schools of thought you need to do it this way you need to do it in a set pattern you need to activate it this way you need to do this and and actually my my kind of ethos is just have a go just have fun it's about being creative it's about giving yourself over to creativity it's about um you know like one of them she's a she's a customer but she's also a really dear friend of mine and we actually met on instagram and she creates these most oh you know her emily um she does these beautiful really soothing crystal grids and she got her crystal grid off me and she's she's always supported me in my like crystal grid kind of obsession um and and for a lot of it and like me I started doing crystal grids really intuitively as a way of calming myself soothing myself just doing something that calmed me and that's what Emily does and when you see pictures of her grids 
that's what you feel when you see them <laughs> you know this and it's so there's just yeah I could talk about them all day there's something really magical about it and I think it's because that energy exchange when you're creating a grid between you and that grid it really comes across so when you take photos of them you'll get people going oh I felt that or I can feel that and it's magic so so that's yeah so that's pretty that's pretty much my background story well, would you mind explaining a little bit more about the grids um, for anyone who doesn't know what they are and how how you create them and what it means to create one of them? Yeah. Okay. So I think what I'd probably say is a few things before I go into mm -hmm. what I think they are and what I think you need to do yeah. is there is no special secret. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> there are no set rules. Whatever anybody tells you. There aren't, so no. Um, there's no doing it right and doing it wrong, okay? There isn't. Um, I think when you just experiment and play, you are at your most powerful because actually at that moment, you're in the, mo you're in the now moment, you are just concentrating on what you're doing, you're enjoying the process. And that's, the, and that's what I want people to get from Crystal Grids, even if they don't use it for anything else other than a way to relax. You know, like you get these colouring books from the works, don't you? Like you colour in the mandalas. Look at it as something like that and, you know, see how it progresses from there. But what I would say is um, I follow, I tend to follow a specific pattern when I'm creating a Crystal Grid. So, um, so what I'll do is let, I'll take you, tell you what, I'll do your, I'll do a step-by-step. -step. I'll do a step-by-step. -step. How does Jade create a crystal grid? Ooh. So, so what I'll do is I'll think about possibly my intention. I think that's probably the first thing I'll think about. What do I want? What do I want to get out of this grid? Um, and it might be that, um, I want to set, um, better boundaries. Um, I might want to protect myself from um, circumstances or people. I might want to create abundance um, for myself. And that could be in anything, in love, friendships, money, wealth, what, you know, whatever. Or I just might want to feel calmer. I just might want peace, you know. And sometimes when I'm doing a grid, just for the sake of it, I'll just go, I'll do the meta meditation, which is, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be at peace. And that's it. And so from that, I'll think, right, okay, what crystals do I think would help me with that intention? Now, some people, like my friend Gemma, she will choose her crystals intuitively. She's, you know, I've, you know, I read all the all the books. Um, and I read all the books pretty much so then I can throw the books out of the window and, and use my intuition. But Gemma actually, she just literally selects her crystals based on how she feels. So she goes, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to pick this crystal, this crystal, crystal. And it's ever, it's bizarre because actually she'll go, well, I've picked this and I've picked this and I'm going more bizarrely. Actually, the healing properties of that particular crystal match your intention. She knows nothing about the metaphysical mm. side of it. So your soul knows, it, it knows, um, you know, whether you think it knows or not. So the you pick your crystals, you might just be, you know, might just think oh, I'm drawn to these colours or you might actually want to get a book and go, OK, well, what matches my intention? Pick your mm. crystal. 
And then what I'll probably do is I'll think about the pattern. So for me, um, I follow a sort of, a, it's called sacred geometry. And basically it is, um, well, it's a massive subject. So I'm not gonna get into it too much because otherwise we'll have people falling asleep on here because I'll, I'll be talking about that Fibonacci sequence and the golden ratio and people are like, what, what are you talking about? Um, but basically I think a lot of people have come across the flower of life. Um, and the seed of life, um, which are um, which are grid patterns, and then there's also Metatron's cube, which is actually interestingly on my um, little um, necklace there. And Metatron's cube um, is actually it's it's a communication line between ourselves and the universe and the divine. The angel Metatron is the um, the mouthpiece, I suppose, if you like, of god as as ever we however we understand that um and also it's it's um it's a powerful manifestation shape so for me if i want an abundant grid i'll probably pick green crystals green and gold crystals and i'll probably pick metatron's cube because i know it's a powerful manifesto and then while i'm thinking about my intention i'll cleanse my crystals and i'll cleanse my space before by the way just so we know um and then I will literally place the crystals um, in whatever order I see fit. Sometimes what I usually do is I'll pick a focus crystal. So your focus crystal goes in the middle and that's usually bigger than the rest of the crystals that are gonna surround the focus crystal. And your focus crystal holds your intention. So for, if I was doing an abundance grid, I might pick a nice gold, sparkly, shiny pyrite, um, you know, representing the wealth and the prosperity and the, the riches that are gonna be bestowed upon me um, as long as I also work towards my intention as well. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll pick that and I'll be holding that focus stone with me as I think about my intention. And I've got a, and I'll do, and I'll release it at some point. I've written a um, intention meditation. So something that you can sort of follow as you're holding the crystal. And then what I'll do is I'll place that crystal in the middle. And then what you've got from there on in is you've got your focus crystal in the middle and then everything else, every other crystal is a supporting crystal. And it will support that focus crystal in manifesting your intention. So those crystals are usually related to your intention as well. But there'll be a, there'll probably be a few, um, and, and it depends on what school of thought you want to go with. But there might, and, and you, you end up with um, these kinds of crystals in the grid anyway. Just it just happens. But there's supporting crystals that help with the intention. But there's also amplifier crystals, and they do what what I've just explained. They amplify the power of the grid. So quartz, for example, is a, and selenite are um, amplifier crystals. So they'll go towards supporting that focus stone in its intention, but it will also supercharge your grid. And so a lot of people like to put amplifier crystals in there as well. Um, and that is pretty much um, what I would do. And then it depends on how long you keep it up for. I'd, you know, keep it up for at least 48 hours, I think. Just let the, mm. let the energy get out there. I created a grid. Um, God, I think it was even two years ago. I'm, and the, the grid was up for about a month. It's been taken down. I'm still reaping the rewards from that grid. 
Wow. And it's, yeah, it's, you know, I've got pictures of it. I think about it often because it was quite a, quite a personal grid to me. Mm. But I'm still reaping the benefits from it. So, yeah, that's kind of um, a really sort of um, crass um, step by step of what I would do. Um, oh. to but Thank um, you so much. people do. I mean, I've done freestyle grids, which is literally I just pick some crystals and I just whatever, whatever mm-hmm. pattern I want. And then you'll find some um, in particular sort of witches who um, who um, worship Hecate. They will do um, like beautiful herbal and crystal grids in like the triple in the triple moon. Gorgeous. Um, you know, and actually, some people actually draw their grid. So if they they like the idea of getting pen to paper, and, and you imagine how powerful that is. Your all your energy has gone into that that piece of paper. If you drawing the moon or whatever it is, and then you're placing crystals on top of it. So um, there's no rules. Literally, if you can, and and in terms of intention as well, if you can think it, if you can imagine it, then it's possible. And I think that's the same with grids. If you can, if you think it sounds like a good idea and you think, well, that's not the done thing or I've never seen anyone do it that way. Who cares? You know, (laughs) do it it your way. Um, Yeah, I think that would be my biggest message. Wow. That is so, I feel so inspired now because I, I I learned a lot from you about crystals anyways. Um, I remember because we, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, how did we meet? And I remember that I it was like the the start of the pandemic and I ordered um some essential oils from you some rollers from you and that was like the most loving like Etsy package I ever received it was just so beautiful the way that you put it together and like it was one of the like I still honestly like those were still the best essential oil rollers I ever had they were so calming honestly I carried them for as long as I possibly could um but I just remember how like I just found your store through that and then we ended up being in touch and ever since then I've learned so much about crystals from you and I remember even in circles you would do the crystal the crystal grids as well I'm pretty sure you did yeah. did a few last year um so yeah I'm just so grateful that you you are able to share that on here because um honestly guys Jade is just full of magic like all of her work is incredible and you will have like there's so many benefits and just being in your space or receiving like a little parcel from you even just from one crystal like you can feel the energy of how passionate you are about this work and I think it can be so easy for people to just see it as an object and disconnect themselves from it and just see it as some something that they sell but just like you said before like every single package that you send out you're like wow like I love this and that is something so 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 special I just want to say that (laughs) thank you and it yeah and it is it does it means every every package means something to me and if I know anything about the buyer if I even if I intuit it or whatever um I will um I will be thinking about that as I'm putting that package together and then when I reiki charge it at the end 
whatever it is. I mean, everything gets Reiki now because since I've got my Reiki too and everything gets Reiki. So, <laughs> um, you know, they get singing bowl cleanse, they get Reiki, you know, sort of the, you know, the crystals get a real VIP treatment. But because I'm not only just grateful to the customer and the fact that they've come to me, oh, I'm not, I'm not only grateful for the recipient for existing. So that somebody's come into my shop to buy something for them. I'm grateful to the crystals. Um, you know, and it's funny because you'd think I've been looking at crystals since I was seven years old. You'd think I'd get bored, but I'm not. And every time I'm like, I'm putting tumbles. I mean, they're tumble stones in these healing sets. And I'm still like, look at that particular. Oh, look at that one. And look at the colour in that. And so there's genuine joy that goes into what I do. Um, so, yeah, it's it's absolute music to my ears to hear that you uh, you receive that that love and that um passion that, that you know on the on the other end and and you know every time somebody tells me that it it means such a lot you know mm. because actually whilst I could probably treat it as an object from my end again the recipient could as well you know you could just tear it open and and whatever and actually I'm so blessed that so many people don't they take a moment to go oh this is nice and to enjoy it and so yeah I'm incredibly it's a two-way thing um in order to feel that love you've got to be open to it haven't you you've got to be happy to look at it and see it and receive it so yeah absolutely I think it's like I think your energy speaks for itself I think you attract the people that will appreciate your work and I think that is something so important um that you have maybe even subconsciously mastered where you've just been so excited about your work and everything that you get to share that you literally attract all the people that are just as excited to receive it um yeah because I've like I I started to pick crystals probably a year before I met you and I always did it intuitively because I didn't really want to look at the signs and I, to be fair I forgot most of the time what they were I started taking pictures of the labels because I was like I completely forgot what this one is um but I do the same I have them all on my altar and most of the time I don't really know what they are um unless I research I mean you know it because I've messaged you several times sending you pictures of my crystals being like what is this please help me out yeah. oh pretty crystal <laughs> Um, but it's yeah it's always like really intuitive and I think like you said like we know deep down we know what we need um what what our soul wants us to pick and um again like I learned so much about that from you as well because um it can be uh, still in the society can be you know something that we don't really want to talk about and that we kind of like hide away and then you know if we meet someone like you Jade who's just like crystals yes I love them I love everything that just makes you feel so welcome to carry them around and to just be you know just appreciate the magic that comes to us through those crystals um and I kind of I mean if you if I would love to hear from you as well um because I know I've asked you this but I feel like maybe this is a question some other people have as well is because are crystals how are crystals made like how how are they made where like because I know that I asked you before whether they were all natural and you explained to me 
but you, I'll, I'll just I'll just let yeah, you know. So um, I mean, I'm not going to get into the to, to the details of it because I actually I don't for some reason I don't explain this very well sometimes. Um, so I'll do my best. Um, but they are they are made they're made in the earth. So they're, they're made in the earth. And um, the, the easiest way of explaining it is that they're made by heat and pressure. And so, uh, and, they're, and they're usually made over millions of years. So when you get your crystal, it has been in the earth for millions of years, absorbing the energy, absorbing the understanding. It no, it's, it's seen things that we couldn't even possibly imagine. Um, and so, um, you know, it's, it's incredible to think that when you're holding something in your hand, it's likely been around for millions of years um so yeah heat and pressure um and then you get the 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 obviously the the lava so that's when volcano erupts and then it gets wet it gets cold and it cools down and depending on how quickly it cools depends on the look of the crystal but while things while the heat and the pressure is being applied other um what do they call them impurities that's the word impurities get into the mix of of it and that's what determines usually what the color is or what kind of crystal it is and you know and I'm sure I'm missing sort of there's other ways that crystals are formed but I'm just trying to keep to the main one so example quartz quartz is pretty much formed and there's very little impurities in it so it's clear but you'll get amethyst who that will be purple and you'll see there's like um bits of iron in there and you'll also get quartz and it's called hematoid quartz and it's um, got a red running through it and that's iron and so the impurities have got into it and I, I always think the word impurities I don't love because actually those impurities is what determines the colour it, it also determines the energy of that crystal because actually it takes on um a different energy because of, of what's included so that's that's a really and then you can get synthetic crystals so opalite for example that is a man-made crystal it mm. is gorgeous it's so it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful mm. um it reminds a lot of people of rainbow moonstone and actually it shares a lot of the qualities of rainbow moonstone um and so um i think when Probably when I was in my twenties, I had a real, <laughs> had a real snobbery um, towards um, man-made crystals or mm. things, and actually um, I didn't work with them. And you know what? Um, I started working with them uh, probably in my late thirties, and I was like, Jade, you've got it all wrong, because. There's some lovely man-made crystals out there that have um, like goldstone, for example, that's got um, copper in it. And, and most people know that copper's got incredible healing properties. You know, those bracelets that you get that help for arthritis and things like that. So if you think that it's got quartz and copper in, in, in a goldstone. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, um, I'm no longer, uh, <laughs> no longer got anything against man-made crystals. Um, and then you'll get sort of, so citrine, just do that because I think we had the citrine conversation didn't we you mm. and me and it was um because you were like well what's the difference between man-made citrine and, and natural natural citrine so 
the <laughs> and I need to be careful because I've actually seen all out brawl arguments in crystal groups about citrine. It ridiculous. Oh, wow. And no, no, there's no need for it. <laughs> Just <laughs> calm down, ladies. Um, so natural citrine is basically been heated over millions of years, and that is what gives it its pale to brownish yellowy hue and what we can do and what we found out is we can take amethyst because that's what was in the air so it's amethyst heated over millions of years what we can do is we can take amethyst and we can speed that process up so we heat that amethyst really really fast and it turns it more of a yellow golden um, and so you have both crystals have undergone the same process but the process is slightly different because one's been more over a longer period and one's been sort of accelerated so what I find is and and people you've got to make your own decision there's some people that really get quite cross and quite upset about man-made um or um, heat treated amethyst as people like to call it um, but actually what I find is heat um, man-made citrine it's not man-made because it's a natural crystal that's just undergone um, it, we've sped, sped up the process but man, I'll call it man-made citrine just so we understand what I'm talking about mm. I feel that it packs more of a punch sorry if you can hear that papping I don't know what's wrong with people they get very <laughs> excited about driving their cars obviously good for you um, um, yeah I think it packs more of a punch so citrine its properties are um, abundance happiness joy um, that kind of thing solar plexus stuff personal power um, all of that good stuff um, and your natural citrine also does those things but I feel that it's a more gentler calming um, I think if I was to give them personality, Citrine will go, yeah, yeah, come on, you are brilliant, you're great, go on, go for it. And natural Citrine would be more, you're so beautiful, you're so cool, you're so amazing. So you, you get the same result, I think, but it just feels different. And some people may disagree with that because we're all energetic beings and we all react to energy very differently. Mm. So that is my long short <laughs> um, answer to your question <laughs> what was the original question do we even know <laughs> no I love that I love that I've, I've got um I've got a raw natural citrine and a different citrine as well I think the yeah. natural one was actually from you um and um no I can definitely see that like it's it's just very fascinating how um those are little little gems from the earth that you know we can channel through that we can feel through um it's yeah it's just it's just it seems almost too good to be true it's like fallen stars if that makes sense um because I remember when I started carrying them around for anxiety when I was back in university 
and things like that. And I would like hang on, hang on to them. I mean, I do now, even I always have a rose quartz by me when I'm nervous for something, I just hold on to it. Um, and I think it's very easy for us to disconnect from that. But the moment that we choose to connect to them, we really see the benefits of kind of believing in what is actually there, but we just choose to ignore. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because while you were talking, it reminded me of a crystal uh, author, Michael Geiger, I think his name is. Uh, well, it was, he's passed, bless him. But he was, um, he was brilliant because he really believed in the science of crystals as well. So his books are a lot more scientific, mm. um, but they're, they're great nonetheless. And he, his theory was that we have to pull crystals out of the earth because we actually have to touch them and be in contact with them for them to awaken and for them to, so the, de, the deva in them needs to meet the, the uh, inner, inner person, subconscious, mm-hmm. that's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as yet, they've not, crystals have not yet been able to work out a way of being able to access our auras, our energies to educate us and to to help us and to assist us. And, you know, I don't know, maybe that day will come. And I think this is, um, you know, sort of, because I think there's always that question is, well, can't we benefit from them where they are? And I think the theory, the theory at the moment is, well, thinking about you as a well actually we don't we don't connect to them and actually I think that we need that visual that presence Mm. of them to even be able begin to understand how to connect to them um but yeah I'm gonna I'm starting on a ramble but I just thought that that Michael Geiger um theory was was um was quite interesting but yeah, it is funny, isn't it? That um, I mean, I'm still like, I, I've got a, a soda light and how light bracelet that I wear. But, um, n- more when I'm more nervous and I'm, I'm struggling with my sleep and mm-hmm. I'll always sleep like a baby. And I'm still like, I can't believe this works. I can't, you know? And I'm like, well, you run a crystal healing shop. I should, you should bloody well hope it works. But you know. <laughs> but I'm still like amazed by them Mm. um I don't think they'll I don't think they'll ever be a day that I'm not yeah I don't think think that will happen I think the biggest one for me is always I have this really big raw rose quartz um that I think I picked up in a shop in Leeds um I think you'd love it it's like one of the best crystal shops I've ever been in um oh, I sent me photos and I was like yes I love that yes honestly <laughs> it is beautiful it is an incredible place um it is called crystal tribe or something yes like that. you sent me the link yeah and, and I was like yeah that looks cool it's something like that I can't remember fully it would probably yeah, I remember it had a tribe in it yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. And the people in there are so, so amazing as well. Um, but they have so many crystals, like top to bottom. Every every corner has got crystals in it. Um, but um, yeah, I got a really big rose quartz. And the biggest moment that I kind of noticed the effects that I'm still, every time I'm, I do it, I'm like, what? Is when um, I am on my bleed and I put the rose quartz next to my womb space, it honestly relieves pain instantly. And every single time I do it, I'm like, 
what <laughs> I'm like what <laughs> this works and first I'm like oh it's just the cold and it's like no like this actually works um so it is it's kind of like that like I said too good to be true it's kind of like what it gets to be this easy but we love overcomplicating things and looking for a billion reasons as to why we do, yeah we do and I had a conversation with somebody about the placebo effect mm-hmm. and and I said well <laughs> okay, let's, for argument's sake, take that it is. What that crystal has then enabled us to do is to us us to access our own ability to heal ourselves. Mm. So actually, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So a lot of people go, well, why do they work? And I did a paper, I did like an article on why they work. But the, the short answer is we don't know. We don't. We, we don't have the science, the understanding, the ability to to. We don't have the tools available to us to understand. Um, but but actually, it doesn't matter why. And if it actually they work for, I think for some people they work because their energies work. I think for some people they work because of the placebo effect, because the crystal has helped them to access their own innate ability to heal themselves. Um, and actually, if you think about it, you're grabbing your rose quartz and you're putting it on your room space. You're thinking with the intention. You're thinking, what you what what do you need? What do you want? Well, I need this. You know, I need this period pain to go away. And so, actually, does it go away because the rose quartz makes it go away, or does it go away because you think it's going to go away because you've got the rose quartz? And that's the thing about magic, though, isn't it? Because somebody says, "Does magic really work?" And somebody said, "Well, do you think it works?" Well, yes. Well, then it works, <laughs> and it's it, you know it's all in the eye of the beholders, and the you know sort of if you think it works, then it will work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you'll get more out of it, out of anything, not just crystals, if you go with the attitude that it will work. No, absolutely. But I think that they work whether you know whether they whether you believe in them or not. And mm-hmm. I've always said that from the very beginning. Yeah, they work whether you believe in them or not. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I think it's kind of like, um, you know, you, it's kind of, they're, they're a channel. Like, that's how I like to envision it. It's like a channel. It's like something greater speaking through them to us yeah. and allows us us to speak through them in that sense. Um, so whether, like you said, whether it's placebo effect or not, it is activating something within us. It is giving us something to work with and personally I think that's for crystals and for anything related to nature I think those crystals are just another expression of the power that nature holds for us because we are nature and it's all kind of just like interconnected to everything um, within the world and it's kind of just asking us to reconnect back to the basics of who we are and what we are here to do because we're so disconnected nowadays from sources like nature that can be brought to us by crystals. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? Because I was thinking about, as you were talking um, and what you were saying uh, and about the connection and and nature, and I was thinking about herbal magic and um, the, the, you know why we use certain certain herbs and we, we we you know yes it's because there's the connection to nature 
But also if you think, so somebody said, well, could I just use rosemary for everything? Because rosemary is like the master quartz of, 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 of the herbal world. You can pretty much use rosemary for anything. But there's also the, 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 the thought that if you think about our ancestors, and this can go for crystals, it can go for, for pretty much anything. We, our ancestors, as a, as a species, we've used certain herbs for certain things. And I'm not talking about healing because actually there's a science behind that. Um, I'm talking about the metaphysical, the magic. And actually, so for example, if I was to use um, cinnamon in an abundance spell, um, or I, um, yeah, I'll just go with cinnamon um, because it's the one thing I can think of at the minute. And, you know, if I'm wrong, guys, I'm sorry. Um, but our ancestors for thousands of years used cinnamon for abundance. And so if you think about the power that's attached to that herb, that the intention in that in that herb, we use this herb for this purpose. We use this crystal for this purpose. And we've done it for eons. The the effect is is that the magic is more powerful isn't it so actually i'd say well if you can get away with putting rosemary in everything because it doesn't mean anything then does it so like you'll grab rose quartz because you actually go well rose quartz actually helps with this particular thing then i'm thinking about this particular thing but also our ancestors knew that rose quartz did that as well and so actually we've got the, our ancestors energy attached all the way back to this rose quartz that we're using now mm. and any herb that I use in herbal magic um you know it's black salt that you know we use for protection that recipe has been handed down for generations and generations and all the energy when I go into making this black salt the energy from all of my ancestors and and, and go into that because they're like, yes, that's how you do it. Yes, that's how we've always done it. And that's, you know, and so the ingredients very much hold their power. So, yeah, I don't know if I've lost anybody there. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever. It does. Does it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. Talk and I'm like, have I lost the room? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I love that. That's so interesting. I didn't know that cinnamon even had that correlation. Um but um that's just so yeah I think yeah that that just makes so much sense in my head um especially you know again it's part of nature and we we knew how to use it back then and I feel like we've just forgotten and those like means and of channeling are just there to remind us over and over of those things that we have forgotten and yeah you know that's also kind of like all part of the self-empowerment work because at the end of the day like we have those answers within us and we're just trying to uncover them with different tools with different ways to come back to the root come back to what we have been taught for generations and generations and generations um so it's very interesting that you said that um so thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> okay and, this, and it can be as simple like with herbal magic. I always think it can be as simple as a herbal tea or putting cinnamon in you, um, in your cacao. Um, and you put the cinnamon in and as you're stirring, and because our ancestors always said, if you want something to manifest, then you stir clockwise. As you're stirring, that's what you're thinking of. Boom, your intention is then with a magical herb, 
with your delicious cacao in your in your cup and as you're drinking it you're, you're, you're taking in that intention and again all of our ancestors are in that little mm. cup of magic because the knowledge goes back eons and we're using that utilizing our ancestors knowledge um it's i don't know i always feel like you, you kind of you're extra blessed aren't you because you're acknowledging the old ways in a way and mm. um no, I, I love that. I love connecting to to those parts um, of even, you know, I also love the idea of giving back to nature in certain means, like when you take something from it, giving something back to it. And there is actually one of my favorite trees in a forest nearby um, that I love sitting at. I started to, I put one of the crystals, I can't remember what crystal it was, <laughs> forgive me, but um, I That's buried right. a crystal in by the tree um, because I kept going back to it to kind of refuel my energy and to um, kind of connect to nature by that. Or I have charged crystals in water and given it back for taking a branch from my altar or something like that. And um, there's so many ways to connect to, to that um, I feel like I'm just going off on a tangent, but um, I actually just remembered as well when you were speaking about cinnamon is that I, I like, I don't use cinnamon very often in my cacao, but I actually did use it on Monday, the day that I was given my job offer. Um, so <laughs> it was really like, like Manifest magic managed. <laughs> think of that like I very rarely use it because it's like hidden in a cupboard and I don't see it very often and I usually just I'm sleepy in the morning and I'm like oh you know like looking for something and then I just make it (laughs) (laughs) just don't see it and um I actually did use it and like that's that's crazy like um, wow like it's it's crazy coincidences like that um but I just I I love that I love that so much and um, I think that that's the beauty is that you there's this that, uh, what I what I would love to dispel is this fear that people are going to get it wrong mm. that you're going to pick the wrong crystal or you'll pick the wrong herb no one will die you know mm. um and usually and so and if you don't know anything about crystals but you just like them that's fine you'll pick up the right one like you know and if you don't know much about herbs that's fine because you went into your cupboard anyway and got out your cinnamon and so we know we know we know this stuff it's it's you know we've always known um and so actually I just I I would love to see people more more trusting of themselves Mm -hmm. because when actually I started out and I think in my 20s and I wanted to talk more about crystals and I didn't um I really felt that I needed to write uh, I needed to read all of the books I had to read all of the books I had to be knowledgeable about the subject and I think that I'm in my 40s now and I and I think I don't think that matters I think yes people see me as knowledgeable but I don't think that's why people are drawn to me I think it's because I'm passionate about what I'm talking about and I get excited genuinely excited about what I'm talking about mm. and I'm always learning I'm never going to know it all mm. um and and so uh, almost in a way I delayed my journey I delayed my journey I delayed my spiritual journey I delayed my crystal journey because I I wasn't ready I didn't know enough you don't you know it all already it's in there somewhere 
just if you want to get into crystals just pick up a bloody crystal go to a shop get a crystal whatever you know um, and if you're drawn to books that's great that's fine as well but you know I just I I think uh, I would love people just to trust themselves mm-hmm. and just do it because they yeah. fancy doing it I love that. I love that because I feel like that relates to so many spiritual tools that we use that kind of trust in yourself to trust your intuition, to pick the right one, because I have had it where, you know, people are like, oh, I don't want to pick the wrong card. And it's like, you're not going to pick the wrong card as long as you trust yourself, you know, to just pick. And when you pick, it will resonate on a deeper level. Even if it's not the one thing that you expect to come up, something will come up that will you know, if you trust yourself, will resonate. Um, and that works for crystals and so many other things yeah, that yeah, are, are simply tools in yeah. the spiritual world. People are so scared to get it wrong. And that's something that I needed to learn at the beginning as well. I used to, um, especially in online circles, the first few on- online circles, I was, I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I don't want to pick a card that doesn't resonate with anyone. And I ended up always picking some that resonated. And after a few times, you're just kind of like, I like I know it will I know it will um and it just takes that leaping and like you say trusting yourself and not being so scared about getting it wrong because there's not really a wrong so trust the universe more because mm-hmm. it it'll guide you so even if you don't and I think Elizabeth it reminds me of Elizabeth Gilbert here is if you don't trust yourself then just trust the process just trust that the universe will guide you to to the correct thing if you're feeling particularly on a low ebb that day then just be like you know what I'm just going to hand over to you at the moment and if you can just help me here and you know it'll help you in that sense but it's it's funny because I was talking to my brother about this kind of thing and my, me and my brother are similar artists but very very different in 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 others and um we were talking about um my social media in particular and he's like look this was a couple of years ago he was like why don't you say more do more why don't you explain more and I'm like I really don't want to inhibit people's um intuition I want people to just do what they think and not do it because I told them to and he said yeah because but you've got to understand he goes that there's he goes like people like me who don't understand anything out about it he goes, sometimes we need a hand-holding. Sometimes we need to, we need a, a, a working knowledge or we need, you know, he goes, because actually we, we learn in different ways. And actually he goes, the majority of the human race, we don't initially trust our instincts and our intuition. We do need to be given a little bit of knowledge because that's how the majority of society works, isn't it? Is that you know something about something first before you do it. Mm-hmm. And so actually, and it, it, it was just a, it was off, it was an off the cuff comment. But I realised then that actually, whilst yes, I would love people to trust their intuition, sometimes you've got to give them the key to open the door first. And actually, that's why I started doing a few of the workshops and I'm writing some material at the moment, which I'll be putting out there at some point. Um, because um, I was, I think also because all... <laughs> because I was angry because my 20 year old self didn't trust her intuition 
And what I realized was is I was withholding information, not because of what I thought people wanted, because of my own experience. And I was like, well, that's ego and you need to you need to let go of that and you need to do but but I did also say to my brother until it feels right I won't be doing anything and then all of a sudden it felt right and now I'm like you know every week I'm like that I've got a new video I want to talk about this (laughs) you know um but again that's me trusting my intuition Mm. but but also having somebody say yeah but could you could you actually think that there might be another way or that people actually might need a little bit of guidance mm-hmm. um, on something. So it's getting the balance right, isn't it, between yeah. what people need and trusting their intu- intuition. But, yeah, anyway, yeah. rambling. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I think there needs to be, there is a certain line um, with, you know, holding someone's hand and, like, showing them the way but also giving them handing their handing them their power back to let them know that they can also do this by themselves and i think this is like particularly with clients that i work with you know i i make it clear that i am there to support them and give them their power back but i am not the person with all the answers I am simply someone who is guiding them back to their own own knowledge that they have within them. Because if you become overly available with all of the information, people don't trust themselves in the end. Um, So (laughs) there needs to be that balance, like you say, of, yes, so this is, you know, this is some little bit of information about this thing. And then the rest you can find out yourself and try yourself. Because at the end of the day, we're all having different experiences of everything and people love to know everything before they do it but the reality is most of this work especially spiritual work is completely different and personal to every single person so I guess even with crystals like people will feel different things when they start working with them and um, the way that they use them will feel better in one way than the other so yeah yeah it is and this is the thing um you know we could both say that we're feeling the same way but we'll pick very different crystals yeah because our energies are different and actually we're not feeling the same way yeah because we are who we are and we experience our reality is always going to be different to each other's because our experiences of life are going to be different yeah um you know sort of i i would probably favor road tonight over rose quartz because i've actually got some past trauma Mm -hmm. that I'm working through and so actually that is so it's funny isn't it but actually we might still be thinking I'm feeling like I need comfort I'm feeling like I need love I'm feeling like I need compassion both of those crystals do that but actually their energies are ever so slightly different Mm -hmm. um, or quite a lot different depending on who you are and so isn't it funny that we would probably pick different crystals for the same thing yeah no absolutely Wow. So I've got a few, I think I've got one more question or two for you. You know, you sure you want to open me out to another question? Because, you know, <laughs> I'm obviously, lo- I'm loving this, aren't I? Because I'm like, I never get to talk this much about crystals. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> no, I love it. I love you. <laughs> 
I love it. It's so, it's just so interesting. And um, it's such a beautiful insight into this um, because, you know, they're not just rocks, they're crystals. So um, it's nice to. Beings yeah. With little, with little, little souls of their own. Yes. And so I it's nice to be able. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just nice to be able to give you this space to um, talk about them. But um, I was wondering just how, you know, what, what is next for you? What is on your journey? Um, and you don't have to give us a five-year plan. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. But what is, what is it feeling like at the moment to growing to be Jade? And of course, that's not a one-way ticket. You know, there's always, we're always growing. But um, what is going on for you? Where are you at? What is coming for you? And do you mean um, personally or do you mean professionally? Like my work life or do you mean, or are you just like anything? Both, both. Um, what's what's going on for anything. your for your gem cave and what is going on with you? I think, it, I think what I'm, what I'm, What I'm working out at the moment is that I am capable of far more than I ever give myself credit for. And what I, um, and, and I'm, I might touch on this at some point, um, something that I do in terms of social media, but I talk about when you do a crystal grid and you want it to manifest something, I talk about, I, I, um, and what I say as I talk about it is I'm writing some literature at the moment that I would like to release, but I'm still very much working, it's a work in progress. And what I do is I talk about the intention and the manifestation that goes behind it. And, I, and, and what I realized is, is every, every crystal grid I've ever created has been successful it has manifested whatever it is that I've needed but it's not done it in the way that I expect um and I'm sure you're very um versed in this mm. in terms of manifestation and how you've asked the universe for something and it gives you something else and you're like well that's not what I asked for but it is what I've worked out is that when I when I first created that first grid and then I've done subsequent grids based on the same theme which is for the jgm cave to jgm cave to to expand for me to expand for me to find my place in the world what you know what's my point why am i here what am i you know what what am i offering what's how can i be of service mm. that's the question isn't it how can i be of service um And never in a never in a million years would I actually think that I would be confident to the point where I'm writing um, a book about crystal books. Um, and that is, and I've, I've I've and I feel okay saying so. I've it's not something I've actually even said on the Gem Cave, um, on the J Gem Cave page because actually. I think that when things, and I've been working on it for years, um, but while it was in its infancy, I always think that, um, I don't know what it is, um, I like to protect the energy of that project. And so actually, um, I won't tell anybody. 
I won't tell family, I won't tell friends, I won't tell anybody because actually I don't want anybody's energy in this. It's, it's, it's mine, it's for me to manifest. But I didn't know that that's what I was manifesting originally. I didn't, you know, so actually what I was doing was I was, um, I was answering what I thought I was, I was answering a request to do a workshop. And so I thought, oh, okay. that workshop, oh, that's a big deal, isn't it? So I thought, well, just try. So I started to get, got my PowerPoint out and started tap, tap, tapping away. And I, <laughs> I realised this isn't a workshop. This is a book. And I don't know how it happened. And I, and I, and I was talking to um, some, one of my spiritual, more spiritual friends in terms of and what I mean by that is she's very much indoctrinated into the spiritual kind of world. Um, and she's like a Reiki master. She, she's taught me Reiki. And I said, I think I've, I think, I think this workshop's becoming some kind of book. Um, and she went, yeah, well, you know, you, you probably manifested that because that's kind of what you asked for. I was thinking, I didn't ask for a book. Um, I can't do a book. Oh, oh my God, no. And now I'm like, of course you can do a book. Why not? Why can you? But, it, but it, and again, this is how the universe literally just throw it. It, it, it's got me to this point where the book is the first drafts written so actually I can't tell myself that I can't do it because it's bloody done um now I've just got to um you know sort of work on it hone it get it get it to a point where it makes sense and I've got to stop adding to it um so so yeah so I think it's I think I'm really just starting to touch on how capable I am as an individual and that we are we are far more powerful than we, we are ever led to believe. Um, each and every one of us has, has it within us to do something amazing. Um, and unfortunately, we're not told often enough. And so actually what happens is, is we, um, we, we start, start an internal dialogue and, a, and, a, and, and it's not a nice one, is it? We, we start to, you know, we don't get that recognition or we don't get that love or that, you know, what, whatever it is that we need to flourish um, and we forget how to do it for ourselves. And that's actually why what you do is really important. Um, because actually it allows people to access that magic that's within them, that, that knowledge that you can, you, of course you can, of course you can do it. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I feel that 90% of society go around really thinking that they can't. Mm. And up until my late thirties, I was one of those people mm. that thought I couldn't, you know, and now I'm actually, and, and I'm in my forties now and I'm only starting to actually go, really understand I can do pretty much whatever I set my mind to and so now I'm just like right okay what do you want then <laughs> um you know and I think that I'm never I'm not I'm not massively specific um I think in terms of because that is that is part of my um part of my personality I suppose um I embark on things 
and I'm a little bit like, um, I think it reminds, reminds me a little bit of the tarot card, you know, the fool that's just literally with all optimism bounding forwards going, yes, okay. And that's, that's me pretty much. Um, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know it'll be magical. So it's fine. Um, and, you know, I just um, trust that um, if I leave myself open, then creativity will show up, show up for me mm. and it will, and I will, you know, move forward with that. Yeah. I don't even know if I've answered your question. <laughs> no, that is beautiful. That is so beautiful. That is really inspirational. Um, that is, that is really, really beautiful. Um, I would love if there's anything coming up for you, um, is there anything, any advice that you would give to anyone that is, this can be crystal related or anything that's coming through intuitively for you, um, for anyone listening? Oh, goodness me. Um, I always just like to say, just start. Don't overthink it. Trust that there's nothing more. You know what? Actually, in my uh, in my twenties, I used to I love crystals. I used to hate going into crystal shops because I didn't think I deserved to be there because I didn't know enough. So if there is anybody out there that has any kind of anxiety about um, going into a crystal shop and just looking around and feeling the energies of them, um, take a deep breath before you walk in. Okay, and know that you deserve to be there, and just in, enjoy being there. Okay, don't think about anything else, and also you don't you don't owe anybody knowledge. You don't owe anybody to be a certain way. Um, and you know, if the shopkeeper comes up and says hello and whatever, yes, okay, say hello back and whatever. But remember, you don't you don't owe them an explanation as to why you're taking up space, and you don't even owe them a sale. And I'm saying that as a crystal shop owner. Okay, so just um, yeah. Or if you're thinking about going to a spiritual fair, you know, um, and I used to go to those, and I actually I did I, I ran a stall last year. And I remembered the first time I went to a spiritual fair, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so awkward. I didn't know how to approach the stalls. I didn't know how to talk to the, the, the crystal owners um, because they, they knew about all of these crystals and I didn't know anything. And, and, and I will absolutely tell you, if you're curious, they'll love you. That's it, just be curious. Go in and be curious and don't be afraid to don't be afraid to ask questions. And you know what? If people aren't happy with your curiosity or your lack of knowledge, then they're not the people for you or it's not the shop for you. And and, you know, so. But yeah, I think that's probably a little advice that I would give to myself is to just um, my, my younger self or anybody else out there who's. I don't know. I don't know anything. What if the shopkeeper talks to me and I don't know anything? No, that's why you're there, you know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just start however that looks for you, whether it's going into a crystal shop or buying online. And I think that's another thing as well. I mean, I run an online shop, so I'm biased. 
but there, there'll be a lot of people say, oh no, I never get my crystals online. Never get my crystals online because uh, you know, you can't you can't get the right energy and whatever. Do you know what? If you are drawn to buying online, your soul knows. So if Susan down the road own, if, you know, insists that you get all your crystals from the shop, but that doesn't feel right to you, then do that as well, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. But I will say, when I was a stall holder, and I actually thought, I just want people to come and talk to me. Mm. So actually, if you, I hope that makes people feel a little bit happier about going to a stall. Because you go, <laughs> you go up to the store and you're like, oh God, uh, don't look at me because then I'll have to buy something or I'll mm -hmm. have to pick this up and think, yes, I look like I know exactly what I'm looking at here. <laughs> and you know what? They, they don't care. They, mm -hmm. you know, nine, nine times out of 10, they just want somebody to have a look at. You know, all I wanted to do is just talk about crystals. Mm -hmm. So if people wanted to ask me questions, I was like, I mean, I really probably should put on my stalls when I do them questions welcome please ask me questions um <laughs> you know no, I, I totally like I, I remember the first time I went in as well like I said um I was feeling very overwhelmed and I was like oh my god like am I supposed to be here I thought like I wasn't spiritual enough to be there because I didn't know cards I didn't know anything and I was just there because I heard it on a podcast from someone I followed um to just go she literally said on the podcast just go into a crystal store and just pick something randomly like something you feel drawn to so I picked up a few crystals and I felt so intimidated just going up to the counter and being like can I buy these and I I felt like they were going to interrogate me and obviously that's not going to no, happen you cannot buy these <laughs> you are not knowledgeable enough exactly yes <laughs> and it, just, it was just one of those things like it was so new but it felt good but I just felt so intimidated by it and I remember the more I went there, like the more I would get some for other people, I would just come up to the counter and be like, hey, what's good for like, I don't know, grief? What is good for travel? Like what can help my friends with this? What can help my friends? And they would just instantly light up and be like, oh, so you can grab this and that and this and that. Which one would you like? And I just it's so it's so nice. It's such a nice community. So, yeah, I love, love questions like that I was helping one of my friends on her stall. And she's got like a really well-established um, sort of crystal stall that, that, you know, she's been doing it for years and she's no, she's like known. Um, and, and I was very lucky to, to be able to help her. And somebody came up actually and said, um, I need crystals for grief. And I was just like, I can help you. Right. <laughs> and I was just, yeah, I was just thrilled to, to, to just be able to tell her. And whether it was my friend's store or whether it's my stall, um, actually, whether they bought or not, I was just, I was just really happy to be able to go say, yes, I have this knowledge that in normal society, I can't talk about. <laughs> so thank you for approaching me, you wonderful human, and uh, allowing me to talk. And I think it's really good that you feel that you can go into that crystal shop and you can ask questions and you can and you can have that relationship with them um, and I, and I just um, I wish that for everybody uh, you know mm -hmm. um, and yeah it was a the the shop um, 
is Little Gems in Cromer. So whenever I go to Cromer, I go to Little Gems. And there's the late, and I cannot remember the lady's name, but when I first went into that shop, because this shop's been there for years, when I first went, I was a terrified, shaking, traumatized young woman who desperately needed therapy, you know, and desperately, you know, and this is the one thing I'll say about crystal, crystals won't solve everything. If you need therapy, you need therapy and you just need to go, you know, um, and, and, and for many years, that's how I went in. So every time I went to Kramer, I would just be too afraid to talk to her. I'd be too afraid to, to ask questions. Um, but as I went more often, she said, um, I remember you. I remember you. You've been a few times. And I actually ended up talking to her. And I said, oh, you know, well, I, I, and she said, oh, this crystal's this. And I said, oh, well, I didn't know that. And she went, I've been doing this for 17 years. She goes, that's the only reason why I know. And at that moment, that one, that little bit of compassion and empathy and a little bit of self-depreciation on her part, you know, like, well, I have been doing this for, for a very long time. And I thought, oh, thank you. Mm. You know, you've given me permission to be here because unfortunately at that moment, I couldn't give myself permission to be there. And, and you know, and that is not a nice, it's not a nice way to, not, not, not a nice way to be. And that wasn't the reality. The reality was is this woman had remembered me from all the other times that I've been even even though I don't live in Cromer I like literally would go one, like once a year maybe once every other year but she remembered me mm. and actually um my reality was I don't deserve to be here because I don't know enough and her reality was oh isn't that lovely that she's back again I wonder if I can get her to talk to me mm -hmm. so it's yeah so yeah that was my uh, that's a funny intuitive one wasn't it I was really bizarre because it's a bit off the wall that one <laughs> so if you listen to this and you're scared about going to that crystal shop go in the crystal shop because this message is obviously for you <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> so how can people find you Jade how can people work with you and find you okay so Jade Gem Cave um uh I've got a website, so you can www.jadegemcave.com. You can go on Etsy and you can put in Jade Gem Cave, and there I am. Um, I am on Instagram at Jade Gem Cave. I am on Facebook at Jade Gem Cave. And I am on TikTok and Pinterest and YouTube. And that's all at Jade Gem Cave. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, so uh, I know, can you believe it? I am, um, and Darlene knows this because um, I've worked with um, Darlene um, as part of her um, Fierce Surrender programme. So Darlene knows I'm a huge technophobe. Um, so yeah, I bet when you heard the words Jade Gem Cave and TikTok, I'm sure you nearly fell off your seat. You were like, what? Wow, <laughs> you, you were on more platforms than me. <laughs> I know so it's it's new it's a it's a new thing but I was just like right do you know what I am going to embrace the shit out of this social media okay I'm going to stop being afraid of it um I'm going to understand that I'm capable and I deserve to take space up here yes because do you know what if people don't like what you're doing they'll just scroll on by you know doesn't matter no you know no lives lost so yeah so I'm, I'm embracing the social media um 
And I think because actually, what do, what do I want? What's my purpose? What do I want in life? What, how do I want to be of service? And, and, and it's because I want to be able to give people a background and working knowledge to crystals and crystal grids so that they can then go on to create their own magic using their own intuition and their own guidance. I just want I just want to light that match or just give them that tiny little bit of knowledge so that they go oh yeah 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 I can do this and then off they go and so I've realized that's what I want to do so I'm like well you better make friends with social media then because you're not going to be able to do that if you don't so put yourself out there so I'm I'm a lot more accessible now I think in in that way and people, I mean, people have always asked me questions on social media. That's the funny thing. Like people won't, they don't tend to comment a lot, but what they'll do is they'll send me a DM. I get lots of DMs about um, this is what I'm going through at the moment. What crystals do I need? Et cetera, et cetera. And um, I'm always happy to help. Um, or, or they, you know, if it gets to the, the like the hundreds, then I might be like, uh! <laughs> um, you know, kind of trying to manage that. But, um, but in, but you know, I'm always happy. I'm always happy to hear questions, and I'm always happy to get a DM from someone who wants to know mm. more about crystals and crystal grids. Um, but yeah, awesome. Well, thank sense? you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and speaking to me on this podcast today. Thank you so much, Jade. Thank you for having me, and thank you for letting me ramble on about my loves crystals and crystal grids um I really appreciate it honestly like I've said earlier I'm having the time of my life so yes that's <laughs> I what I really appreciate it <laughs>